Welcome to The Engaging Life, a podcast about using engagement equity to improve your relationship building skills in your personal and professional life. And now, here are your hosts, Brandon Suba and Angela Cheney. Hi there, Brandon. <laughs> Angie, what's happening? <laughs> Oh, all kinds of things. It is. Thursday afternoon. It is. The temperature dropped like 40 degrees in a couple of hours. Yep. Uh, when I started watching the news in the morning, I was getting ready. It was 60 degrees. And by the time, hour later, I'm taking the girls, it was 40 degrees. Yeah. It was nuts. Day's not supposed to go like that. It's supposed to get progressively warmer. Welcome to the Midwest. Not it's colder. It's later in the season. It is. It's fine. So, yes, that, that time of year, everybody's favorite. It's mm-hmm. dark at 5 o'clock. Uh, they're eliminating daylight savings time, right? They are for sure? I Nope. I don't know. <laughs> but I heard we will go forward, right? You spring forward. And fall back. And and But this is our we last. Ain't, we ain't falling back. Nope. This that. was our last fall back. They're going to exit. Okay. So. That'll be interesting. I like the extra hour. I wish we could just keep dropping back. And then eventually... Like midnight is noon. Fantastic idea. People are going to get a little bit messed up. (laughs) Yeah. So today we are going, and and I'm going to state this two different ways. I'm not sure yet exactly what the title of this podcast is going to be because there's kind of two different things going on here, but they're the same thing. Right. So it's getting results versus being liked. And that's, you know, really more the business side of it, but it can be both. And then the other side is uh, being respected versus being liked. So they're similar, yet they have some differences, but we're going to talk about both today. Okay. So so the reason this came about um, here at Pixel Fire, we are working to develop our customer journey Ooh. and develop customer avatars. So we're getting into that high level stuff. We're, we're like a real company now. Wow. And, and developing, you know, kind of this journey that we want to take customers on. And as we were talking, um, the, the end goal in all of this, and I don't know if I've talked about the, I've talked about the customer journey on, on my last podcast, but I don't think mm. we've talked about it here, but the end goal of the customer journey is to make them into basically salespeople for you. Got it. You know, that they are selling for you because they are so happy about the service that they've gotten. You're not paying them. Right. But they're still selling for you. So to make them advocates of your business. And a couple steps before that is to get them talking about you mm. and giving you referrals. Okay. And and Dan, my business partner, made a very good point. Even wrote it up on the board. I know he made a good point. Let's sell it. Dan always listens to this podcast, so we have to insult him every once in a while, or more so than every once in a while. So um, what he put is, happy clients do not give referrals. Successful clients give referrals. And and I thought that was really interesting. It really made me stop to think and and play it into this whole being liked versus getting results. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's where our company definitely errs on on the wrong side of the fence there. Okay. Is we we want to be likable. We want our clients to like us. We want it to be an easy, smooth, you know, process. We want all of this. And that's great. It's rare that we have a client who doesn't like us. Right. But that does not always equate with getting them results. And they didn't come to Pixfar Marketing to make a few new friends. What? 
Really? I know. I know. Not I paying you for friends. No. Yeah. Huh? They shucks. came here to get results and to yep. get more business or get a new website that looks great or whatever it is they're coming to us for. But um, so that's what I wanted to talk about today. The difference between being liked and getting results, which is kind of the same thing as being liked versus respected, because they could walk out of here saying they're great people, but I don't respect them as a company because they didn't get me any results. Yep. Okay? I think a lot of salespeople are liked. Because salespeople mm-hmm. are nice, right? Everyone mm-hmm. likes, mm-hmm. but th- that, but it doesn't translate to closed deals. It does not. Nope. It does not. So, what does getting results for your clients look like? Sometimes it means telling them things that they don't want to hear. You know, there are many times that we'll have clients come in and either a they have all these wild expectations. And think they can get them for two hundred dollars a month, um, or maybe or it not a month, but like you'll ever, get these in a week, ever, right? Like, yeah. can I get these clients in a week? Sometimes it's hey, that uh, website that your nephew did for you stinks. Yeah. Sometimes it's that. It's um, but telling them things they don't want to hear, and they're not probably going to like you very much at the time when you tell them those things. But that's part of getting results. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is pushing them. You know, if a lot people come to us, they may not realize it, but they come to us because we're the experts, Mm -hmm. but then they try and fight us on on what they think they should do. Um, Or, you know, they're complacent or they don't want to spend what they need to spend or, you know, they don't want to do the things that we know it takes to get results. And so pushing them again they're probably not going to like you very much at the time. Right. And and this is with anybody. It's not just clients. I mean, th- I've I've had friends before who I have had to specifically, you know, they're bitching, they're bitching, they're bitching, and they're not doing anything about it. And I've had to specifically stop and be like, okay, I need to know what you want from me here. Yeah. Do you just want to vent or do you really want some solutions? Because this is getting old. And what more common is just venting, isn't it? Usually, sometimes I'll ask for the worst are the ones who say, no, I want advice. And then they don't take it. And then and then it's just like, whatever. You know what I call them? Mm-hmm. Those are ask holes. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. And, and at least, you know, if they tell me, yeah, I'm just venting. Yep. Great. And, and that Todd and I have gotten a lot better at this. Liz and I have gotten yeah. better at this. Asking yep. in the beginning if and or sometimes we'll just tell each other in the beginning, hey, I just need to vent right now. I, I don't want to fix anything. Yeah, don't fix this. I don't yeah. want anything, but just listen. Yeah. Yep. And and if that has not happened, it, it we'll catch, catch ourselves. Well, you know what you should, mm, do you just want me to listen? And sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes I really do want advice or he really wants advice or, or whatever it is. But anyway, um, pushing them sometimes means getting them out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, and unlike a friend, we're not here just to hear you vent about your bad marketing or your bad website. You know, that there's not a question there. If that's all you want to do, leave. Yeah, go, go talk to somebody to your else. Friends. Yep. Yeah, we're here to provide solutions. We are here to fix the problem at all times. We are not the supportive spouse who's going to <laughs> hear times. you vent. That's what we're here for. We're here all to times. fix your problems. At all times. Um, sometimes being getting results and being respected also means firing clients. Or not taking on their business. And this is uh, something we've had to learn. When we started, we were taking anything. I think people could have come to us and said, can you get me into the circus? And we would have said, yes. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Because we were just taking on everything we possibly could. I I have a question on that. Yes. (laughs) 
Should a new business not take that approach? No. Okay, that is a good approach as a new business, right? No, 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 no. Take it on everything. No, that's a terrible approach. Really? That's a terrible See, that's approach. my sales brain. My sales brain is no. like, no, I'll go to every appointment. No. I'll take on everybody. No, 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 no. You need to figure out what you're doing. I'm usually anti-scarcity mindset, but on that one, yeah. that would I would have scarcity mindset. No. Don't, don't, I would. don't do that because- we had a lot of unhappy clients because we promised them stuff we couldn't do. And yeah. we also had a lot of near misses. I remember, I think there was just three of us at the time, uh, me, Dan, and and we had one employee. And we almost took on, oh, now I can't even remember. The, it was a humongous contract. And I mean... And we were saying, yes, we can do it. And the whole time I'm just like, I wanted to pee my pants. I'm like, if they if they give this to us, this there's absolutely no way we can do this. And and luckily, we didn't get Good. it. Good, yeah. But Bless we were, we were not going to say no. Oh and it gosh. was just like, well, we'll figure it out. That was the, and we wouldn't have figured it out at all. But anyway, sometimes it's, it's being able to fire a client or not take them on in the first place. Um, we've gotten a few here. Uh, as we have streamlined where they just want a few blogs written a month. Mm. I don't want them anymore. Yep. It's it's somebody else can give them a lot more personal handholding and whatever they want. You know, we're taking on the big the bigger ones now that are doing multiple things and it all plays, you know, we still do blog writing, right, but it plays into the bigger picture. We've had others who come in and they clearly want PR. They want public relations. We are not a public relations firm. Right. I don't. And 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 Dan sometimes makes a mistake because I worked for the business magazine. He's like, you know what press releases are like. We can do this. And I'm like, no, those were their own press releases. I don't know how to write them AP style and get them on the wire. And but I don't. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. Right. So if if they any of the clients kind of start talking PR, I put them over to a PR agency. Okay. Can I can I interject one thing here? Sure. This is a great way to find referrals within your own industry. Because like like Angela said, we don't just do one and two blogs now. It's kind of a whole package. And I'm not I'm not committing her to that. Just want to be very clear. But then what if somebody's trying to get started as a writer and you're like, mm-hmm. you know what? This person has the time to hold your hand sure. and to really do. That's a referral within your own industry. Yes. Which I think is awesome. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's awesome. We never turn down a client or tell them we can't do anything without giving them a resource cool. to find, you know, and that's kind of one of the things we do. We have video resource, we have PR resources, mm-hmm. we have this the stuff that we don't do, we have good people to put them over to. So which, it's not just like, sorry, bye-bye. And that's that's another piece of the whole networking world. Yes. To have those networks you can trust who you're sending your client to. Yes. Cool. So so now I want to go a little bit more into being liked versus being respected. And <laughs> and like I said, they're, they're very similar because being respected is getting the results you want. Mm-hmm. So they're they're very similar. But I'm going to read some stuff for you because I Ooh. did some research. It, who are we reading today? Oh, this is a Harvard, no, no, Haas School of Business at the University of California, Berkeley. Oh, okay. So he's a scientist. His name's Cameron Anderson. And he states that overall happiness in life is related to how much you are respected mm-hmm. by those around you. Nevertheless, when we sacrifice what it takes to be respected for the quicker and often easier win of feeling liked, we lose out on the benefits that respect yields. Ooh. And, and I'm going to go into this later so I, I won't say it now but uh but i have something to say about that with parenting too because that's that's a tough tough little thing uh but uh, i do have a, a section on parenthood 
at the end of this because I can't okay. ever just talk about business. I like talking about parents. Uh, but uh, but that I think that's really interesting because I think if you would ask the normal person on the street, um, is your overall well-being and happiness more linked to how many people like you or how many people respect you? I think a lot of people would probably say liked. Right, because, you know, social media, like, likes. Like, I just yeah. think... I'm being, a likable person. Yeah, Everybody being liked me. doesn't yeah. translate, but in our brains, it's very yeah. much... It's very... Oh, no, I'm cool with them. So, professionals, so let's get back to kind of the leadership world. Professionals who want and often need to feel liked tend to seek positive attention and approval. Mm-hmm. So you got the attention seekers and the and the positive, you know, the people who want the, do you like my suit? Do you like what I, all of that. Um, I literally talk about my polo like every time before we start recording. Oh, I fit into this category. Here, near. Here, near. Engage in gossip rather than giving direct feedback. Mm. And, and that is, you end up being not liked doing, you know, where, because you don't just tell them and then they hear that she was telling him yeah. like this. You know, it's a roundabout way because you're trying to get away from the, oh, they're not going to like me if I tell them this. So I'm going to tell Sally this. And not only are you making Sally not trust you because she's like, she's going to talk shit about Betty. Yep. She's going to talk shit about me. Yep. It, it, yeah, gossip. Yeah. Uh, they try to please everyone. They're people pleasers. And so usually what ends up there is you... If you're trying to please everyone, who normally gets the shaft? You. Well. No, everyone? No, no. the people closest to you. Oh, right. Because you're going for everyone. And, and yourself, too. Right. But yeah, if you're out there trying to please everyone, you're not taking care of the people who are important. Mm-hmm. Um, make promises they can't keep. My hand did not go up for that's, that one. That's good. My because, hand did not go up. Again, for that. that's in the moment, I'm going to make you like me and make you happy. I'm not really going to follow up on it and do what it takes. Mm-hmm. So you're probably not going to like me down the road, but they get that quick hit. Oh, yeah. If I tell them I can give them this, their eyes are going to light up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And a lot of people just eat that up. That's why I really tote in a networking event, not group, but an event. If you've just met someone and they're like, oh, I have a referral for you. Yeah. That's about that's as shallow this. as it gets. Yep. That's this. They want to be liked. Yep. Or they want the other people around to be like, oh, look at John. Oh, he no. knows everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep strong opinions to themselves. <sighs> don't want to rock the boat. Don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think you need to. Have your strong opinions out there all the time at all. There are plenty of times where somebody will say something. I'm like, I totally 100% disagree. But now is not the time or the place. Yep. It's it's the wishy-washy, oh, yeah, I could do this or I could do that. I think this, but I also think this. You're right and you're also right. You know, the super wishy-washy, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you. You, yeah. But again, it, it, you don't have to have an opinion on everything. And one of the best things that I think, if you really have a strong opinion on something, I think it's okay to say it. And then also, if you don't know something, it's absolutely okay to say it. And I think that makes people like you better more. Mm-hmm. Like you more better. Like <laughs> I'm better. Not sure. More? Like you better. Just like you better. We didn't need the or more. I complimented on you being a wordsmith in the need. last one. Come on. Shut it. You it's the end of the day. This. It's the end of the day. Um, but saying I honestly don't know is showing a little bit of vulnerability. And it's saying I'm not that jerk that has to have all the answers. Because mm-hmm. nobody can have all the answers. And 
if somebody's around you long enough and you tend to have all the answers, they're going to start thinking you're lying. Oh, because you, you yeah. can't. That's right. You absolutely cannot have all the answers. Uh, with leadership, when I was working with people in multiple different states, the one challenge I gave them near the end before I moved on in life, but was we're eliminating the saying, I think. So when you're talking mm -hmm. to a member, if you're about to say, I think that's right, or I think you can do that, take out the I think and turn it into, I will double check, or I will look into this and then give them the real answer, not the think. Because what happens is if I say, you know what, I think we can refund your dues. What did you just hear as the member? You can. That we can. Right. And then when I have to come back and say, oh yeah, we don't refund dues, right. then it's- Like you lied. Yes. Yes. Yep. So eliminating, I think, helps uh, get rid of And then every onboarding, every person that I meet and I start relationships with, I tell them, I don't have all the answers, but I will do everything I can to find the answer I don't yes. know. That is, there's a lot of value to that. And the other thing that you eliminate when you pretend to know everything, you eliminate them being able to shine and teach oh, you something. Yeah. And I and this is in relationships too, because I can get this way. And because I it's gonna sound terrible. <laughs> I do know a lot. I read <laughs> you know it all extensively. <laughs> so I know a lot about a lot of different things. Mm. And so when Todd and I get to talking, I tend to, oh, I do know that. Oh, I do know that. Oh, I do. even if I don't know the complete picture. And instead of just being like, I don't know, or what do you, you know. And also not shining the light on him of things I know he knows mm -hmm. and letting him tell me because he loves that. That is his hot button. Todd is a teacher at heart. Mm -hmm. If you do the, I'm a, I'm a maker is what, if you do the, the tendencies. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm a, I'm a maker, which means I have to create. I'm creative. I have to write. I have to cook. I have to create something. So I'm really at the bottom of the totem pole because this all comes from, um, like the 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 caste system is really where these uh that like I, is the, it a total like are you talking well like the caste system in India you know where oh, you can't okay. marry between yes. and and the makers are actually at the bottom rung of the caste system which is dumb good thing but, I don't uh, do and the teachers are, are up a few but Todd is a natural teacher I am a natural maker okay and so not letting him teach me things. It's just like cutting him off at the knees. That that's and that's oh my god! I just realized that that's what happens when I see him in the kitchen making his own lunch. Oh, it cuts me off at the knees. I'm just like that's that's my you thing. Know what? And I struggle. I struggle with Liz in the kitchen. I do. I do. Do you? Ooh, how does he? How does he take when you? Like okay, here's a big thing of mine. It's so dumb, and this is engraved on my mom. You don't serve off the cooktop. Like you take the pot off the cooktop and you serve away. So that uh, nothing falls on the burners. Oh, there's, yeah. You do that, don't you? No. Okay. No, I'm a messy cook. Todd calls me this. Oh, yeah, chef. that's right. You just <laughs> throw stuff all over. Yeah. So Liz does not bode well when I say, can you just take it off oh. the cooktop to serve it? Like that See, and never I, I am not about you're doing it the wrong way. I'm about, but I'm supposed to make yeah. you. No, you know, I, it's terrible. I, I want to. I got my issues. I got my issues. Um. <laughs> They tend to flood people with credit compliments and praise, people yeah. who want to be liked, because that's a quick hit. It's easy, yeah. but it's also easy to see through if you well, just like to look for. Like the nicest asshole. Yeah. That's what the other day. Like, yeah. I love being around him because he is so complimental, but I know in the back that it's like, it's yeah, but he's kind of a jerk. So Yeah. Yep. And anybody who does that without knowing you well, oh. it's just like, whatever. 
You don't. No. Yeah. And I've had, well, because you're so blah, blah, blah. I'm like, haven't we met like once? Yeah. No, Mm-mm. no. Um, they tend to play favorites, but pretend they don't. I'm Boy. just, you're just like, ding, hitting. ding, ding, ding. You are checking my list today yeah. on this one. Well, you're really my favorite, so I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And then you go to the other person. Since you're my favorite, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. You know what my line is? Hmm. You know me. We're we're good enough friends. I'm going to share this with you. I wouldn't tell yeah. anyone, but we're good enough friends. I'm going to share this with you. You've done that to me. No, we're good enough friends, though, and I wouldn't tell anybody else of what we've talked about. Though. <laughs> Such an illuminating podcast today. I'm learning so much. No, I knew because I am the being liked guy, not the results guy. So I knew this Um, was going to be deep. It's going to be bad. It's going to be deep. They tend to use information as leverage and they withhold it or give it away depending on what they want to achieve. Nope. Didn't have to raise my hand on that one. Good. Uh, They give people tasks they enjoy rather than assignments that stretch and challenge them. So that would be a leadership type. That could also be a parenting. I I struggle with that one because I'm all about strength finders. So I feel yeah. a little piece of that is you're putting them in the right seat to succeed. Okay. But if we dig a little deeper in that, though, I think it's more you're trying to pe- appease them so they right. like you better. Right. So right. I'm giving you this because I know you're going to like me better when I allow you to do this. Right. Correct. Um, they also tend to focus more on how people feel in general and about them personally than about achieving outcomes. So I think that's a pretty pretty normal one. Yeah. So now professionals who recognize the importance of being respected with or without being liked, because you can have both, mm-hmm. um, are more inclined to tell the truth, even if it's unpopular. Explain their thinking behind the difficult decisions they make. I think that's important. Hey, we have to let Sally go. I want you all to know this is why we had to let Sally go yep. and telling Sally why you had to let Sally go. So are you telling me that a, a business owner that just fires people and doesn't tell anyone doesn't get respected by the rest I mean, of their team? Well, they are probably aren't liked by them yeah. either, but oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, really not doing either. Um, acknowledge the elephant in the room, even if they can't fix it. So that's, you know, Hey, we're, we're going into a recession right now. That means that none of us get raises. I'm really sorry about that, but I, I just wanted you all to know that this is what's going to be happening. We're on a, a raise freeze for the next six months. Yep. Transparent. Everyone knows yep. they can process it versus if you just don't give it. Right. That's 10 times. Or give worse. it and can't afford it and then end up having to fire Sally. Oh, is that why we fired Sally? Mm-hmm. Ah, I knew we should not give it. Uh, say no when they need to. So I, I've had bosses who would just say yes all the time and then get mad at me later for doing it. I'm like, why didn't you tell oh me that not to do it? Yeah, that's a you for failure. That's the worst. Uh, be open-minded and decisive. So we talked uh, last week about uh, listening openly, mm-hmm. which means you're vulnerable enough to say, hmm, they know more than me on this subject, or I was wrong in my thinking there. Yep. And that is that is a way to be respected and liked. Yep. I mean, that's really both. Um, give credit when it's due to others and also take it when it's due themselves. Ooh, a lot of people suck at taking it. Uh, and then when we did the, the podcast on culture, they're really good at giving, re- recognizing the front at the beginning, but then it tapers then it off. Slides, yeah. and, and people remember you know, oh, well, you used to compliment me all the time and now right. nothing. But I also like having both of it because if you do one or the other all the time, it's not going to be authentic because right. of sometimes it is you. 
you know, sometimes you did land that big client all on your own. And sometimes you didn't. So, you know, put some thinking into it. Give credit where it's due. But if it was you, so you don't have to be a jerk about it. But you can admit it's you. So don't show up with a cape and a crown and be Uh like, I did payroll last week. He loves me. (laughs) Yeah, not that. Tolerate feelings of disappointment, frustration, sadness, and anger in themselves and in others. I suck at this This, as a parent. I was just going to say, that's a huge one with parenting. You don't want your kids to hurt. You don't want them to have to go through hard stuff. And this can be leaders, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. They don't want their employees to suffer. They don't want... And and so they make bad decisions based on that. Yep. It's unfortunately for both for both parties. Got to make mistakes. Got to hurt. It's the only way to grow. And you, you just can't fix let, everything for everyone. Yes. Let your kids make mistakes. Yes. Yes. I think we're missing that in life. Uh, hold people accountable for their results or for their actions. Either one. You know, so if Sally, poor Sally's. Dude, Sally. The shaft. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. She might send a if, very stern email. Yes. If Sally did an ad campaign and it totally missed the mark and the client's not happy, you got to hold Sally accountable. Yeah. It you don't have to be a jerk about it. Nope. But it's like, hey, Sally, this didn't work out. Let's go through why and see how we can make it better the next time. Mm-hmm. Rather than just, oh, yeah, Sally, your ad campaign was great. Mm. Well, because once again. And, we'll- then ne- and then you switch it to a different account, right? Yep. Because long term, you didn't do Sally any favors by just, oh, you did great, but we're going to give it to Angela next time. Right. It Without is, telling you why. Yeah, or, yeah. It's, let's, it's confusing. Hey, you didn't do great, but let's talk about it. It works in referrals too. Hey, that wasn't a good referral, but let me tell you a few different things that would right. make it a good And referral. give them another chance too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yes. But you give them the tools to do better next time and give them another chance. Yep, I would agree. Be consistent and fair in setting rules and expectations. I think that's obvious. I, I'm like smiling and laughing at all of these because I've known people to do the oh, opposite. Of course, of course. Did not go well for them. Set and honor boundaries for themselves and others. That's an important one. What's important to me? What am I going to say no to? What am I going to say yes to? What do I not have to explain myself on? Is this living up to my values? Right. All of that good stuff that we've talked about. See, I was thinking expectation, but boundary and expectation yeah. are two very different things. As you once you dug into it, yeah. Uh, deliver negative feedback directly and in a timely manner. Again, that's they're going to respect. They might not like you, mm-hmm. but they're going to have to respect it, and it has to be done. Ask for feedback regularly, and then act on it. That is another one of my huge pet peeves as as a business owner, as a leader, as a spouse, as a child, any of it. I'm going to ask you for feedback and do nothing with and it. And then just <laughs> do the same thing next what time. What could I do biz- better next time? And you tell me, and the next time I do the exact same thing I did yep. the first time. Yeah, that's yeah hard to do. Apologize when they make mistakes and then move on. So I think that people who want to be liked... Either avoid the whole thing and just keep going under the delusion that they're liked. Yep. Um, or they apologize and then they kind of almost suck up. Keep apologizing too much. Every and not time. Letting oh, it go. Sorry about that one time I spilled macaroni on yeah. you. Sorry. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Let it go. Uh, the, a big one with my kids on that one too. Because I do apologize to my kids. Oh, absolutely. Like, when I blow up, I will come back and I'll say... And sometimes I'm contradicting, I know, but I'll be like, okay, now you do understand why I was frustrated. And I'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm very sorry if I didn't handle it well myself. I was just in the moment or I had seven things going on. 
But every now and then I am, I'm just like, so you know that you caused it though, right? Like I don't say it directly, but- I'll, Do you know what you did I'll here? I'll reflect, yeah. I'm like, mm, kind of two-handed that one, but okay, or two-sided yeah. that well, apology. All we can do is try. That try. Sometimes yeah, sometimes that's all we like. can do. <laughs> and then model the behavior they expect from mm-hmm. others. So if you want your employee to act a certain way, you better be acting that way. Yep. And this is, I don't know if I've talked about it on this show, but you can only expect someone to be at the level you yourself- are at I don't think I don't think we've really dug into it too much but I agree with you never ask somebody to do mm-hmm. something you wouldn't do yourself that and never I expect something from someone that you've not achieved oh, you know right. that level and that's really more of the uh you know kind of the Lucy the uh hippy dippy oh you know I'm at this spiritual level of development or you know I I don't get triggered anymore which is never going to happen. Um, but I expect you to never get triggered. Now. Oh, you know, yep. That, that one, that, that, that makes sense. That sort of thing. So yep. it's like, I'm still struggling with this, but I expect you to have mastered it. I now get up at 7 a.m. Yeah. every morning and work out. Why aren't you, spouse? That is not happening in our house. I want to be very clear. But I could see very much, you know, if one person decides to start getting up in the morning, the other person's not a morning person. Without saying they have reached a level and they expect the other. This is saying yeah. you're expecting this when you're here. Oh, so it's like I'm going to sleep in, but you get up. Yeah. And go, oh, yeah. But it's really, it's usually not that much, that concrete. Sure. You know, I'm expecting my 15-year-old daughter not to get triggered by XYZ when I still do. You do. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's that's not fair. That's not fair. So why do we do it? Why do we go for being liked rather than being respected? Why do we go for being liked rather than getting results? Do you want me to guess? Sure. It's easier? It's easier. Is that it? Yeah. That's one one of them. It is. It's easier. You can do it in the moment. You get that hit. Uh, You don't have to follow up. You don't have to do the actual work. No. Good vibes. Good feelings. Let's roll. Uh, Being liked gives us that instant gratification while being respected is the long haul. Mm -hmm. And it, I was listening to, uh, there's a very, very good podcast called The Happiness Lab oh. that I recommend to I've heard that. Anyone. I've never listened to it, but I have heard of it. It is really good. And so uh, I believe she is a psychologist who, who does it, but she always brings on a different expert to talk oh. about whatever the, the topic is. And this one was about um, YOLO. You only so, live. Yes. And it was saying that we've gotten this YOLO culture and it's being misinterpreted because people see it as you only live once. I might as well quit this job and move to Argentina for a year. You only live once. I might as well go through all the girls I want to date yep. instead of. And that it's like the next shiny thing. And so this is about what happiness, deep down happiness is, is about commitment. It's about committing to one person and putting in the work to make that relationship work. It's about committing to a community and being part of it and making that work. And that uh, the cult, our culture has kind of lost that because we we do the YOLO thing. Well, this isn't working right now. It's going to be hard to make this work. So I'm going to go over here and get that quick hit again. Yeah. And just jumping from place to place. And then you never develop the deep stuff that really matters. And you wonder why your life's kind of empty. Well, and I see it in the networking world. People uh, start a group and the group's not going great. So the guy that started it's like, all right, this one's done. And then they start a new one two weeks later. Thinking it's just going to – and you know what's even more dumb? I've seen this. And they brought the same people back. Oh, geez. It's like they didn't succeed before. What makes you think magically Well, now we're at a different bar. So it might work. (laughs) So do you know where YOLO actually came from? I don't. I think this is um, really interesting. It was the drummer for the Grateful Dead. Okay. Uh, he had two arms. 
you're thinking Def, Def Leppard. Def Leppard only had one arm. Grateful Dead, Def Leppard. How did the, anyway. So uh, he was deep. wanting to, and this is from the podcast. They actually interviewed him. Oh, that's cool. Um, he was wanting a place that was kind of out, not in the city, okay. because he played a lot of loud music. And he didn't want the deadheads finding him and camping out on his doorstep. Oh, yep. And so they found this ranch um, that was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And he decided he really wanted this. And he called the realtor. And they said that uh, the the people were asking such an astronomical amount of money that they pulled it from the market because it was ridiculous. Oh. And so he's just like, okay, back to the drawing board. And then he's like, wait a minute. Let's let's go try it. Let's go talk to him. Okay. So he went out and talked to the owners. They were they were willing to sell it, but it was still way more money than he thought he could afford. But he's like, I really want this. YOLO, let's buy it. That's that's the story. And then and the deadheads ran with it? And, like, and I don't know how it blew up after that. Yeah. How it really actually blew up, I think Drake wrote a song. Okay. And that's how it blew up to the masses. But he was the one who initially. The first one to say it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a really interesting podcast. Happiness Lab. Very, and each one's like 28 minutes. So, I mean, you can listen Whoa, to it. Let, but let's not talk about the length of podcasts. Because right. it doesn't matter the length that matters. The content exactly. and the rigmarole between the two hosts. Rigmarole. Rigmarole. Rabble rouser. Okay. Gabber snasher. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's move Gabber over into parenting really quick. Yeah. Um, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But um, being liked versus respected and getting results as a parent, because when it comes down to it, what are the results you need as a parent? Well, I have two answers for that. One, to get your kid to heaven. Two, your kid doesn't die. <laughs> How about this? From the moment they are born, your role is to prepare them to be on their own. Well, that sounds much better than both my answers because they kind of coincide. And when you really think about that as a parent, it sucks. It does. Because oh. this is the the people, person you love the most in the world, and you're preparing them to go away from you. Yep. Uh, parenting is the hardest job because it's the only job you have to get worse at as you progress mm -hmm. into it. It's 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 so tough, it and is. that's and so many people do it the wrong way, and or I mean, none of us do it the, the right. right way all right. the time, right. but uh, some some do better than others. Uh, and a big, big, big misstep is erring on the side of being your kid's friend. Mm -hmm. They don't want you as their friend. They what? have, they have friends. Um, they need you to be their parent and kids need boundaries and rules to feel safe and loved and to thrive in their environment. They need them. That is how you parent. You yep. give them boundaries. You give them rules that are consistent and fair. Then, and fair. And fair. Yeah. That's that's what they need. For, and that's not to say you can't have fun with them. No. That you can't play games and take them places and, and do all the things that, you know, bond you. Right. But you can't be their friend. No. And the, the two pieces of when a parent wants to be their kid's friend. One, they lose all disrespect. And usually the relationship goes much worse once the, the uh -huh. child gets older. Or two, that that is the parent's best friend. Oh, yeah. And when they go off to do their own thing, the parent almost holds them yeah. back. Oh, absolutely. Because now they're losing their best friend. Oh, absolutely. And and I, I think that is a huge challenge. Or even if it's not the friend parents. thing, but they've put everything they have into that yeah, kid. Right. Then when the kid's gone, they have nothing. Yep. They don't know who they are as a person. They, they have don't no friends. They usually have no their hobbies. marriage is shit because. Oh, because they're focused. Yes. Yeah. 
And yep. then, and also you can get two parents. One does the friend thing and the kid likes them more. The other one's trying to do the respect thing. I mean, what a, what a dividing mm -hmm. factor between two parents. And you always get the, oh, of course, fun dad. And this happens a lot with divorced it does. parents. Yep. Because, oh, dad has them two days a week. He can take them to Disneyland and buy them shit. And he doesn't have to get them up in the morning and make sure they yep. do their homework and, you know, lecture them. So, but who do they usually end up respecting at the end of the day? The, the one who put in the work. Yep. The parent that gave him the boundaries. And I think um, it's important, too, that, that things change as you raise your kids. And I think that as they are children, meaning I, I'll just say before they graduate high school. Okay. Your job is to love them and to love them unconditionally. And that's not to say let them get away with stuff. Right. But it's saying even if they make mistakes, I still love you. Even if this, I still love you. I don't think respect should come in you to them. I don't think you need to respect your kids as their kids. I think they need to earn that from you mm -hmm. once they become adults. And it is very possible to continue to love a child who never earns your respect. Right. Yep. But I think once they become adults, I think it is their job to earn your respect. Yeah. Well, you had to do it. And you also had years, to raise so. them in a way yeah. that they can. Correct. You know, that's, that's kind of the sucky thing because a lot of the times you – did a crap job at parenting, and then you expect them to become this adult. Be amazing. Go be better than me. Respect, but, um, but yeah. So I want to end. I've been waiting for this quote the yes. whole time. It's a quote from Reba McIntyre, and I actually read it in my, my People magazine, which I got for a while because I didn't realize it had auto-renewed. And I kept like – I. Like, I'd come home, I'd be like, Todd, I'm still getting this magazine. I didn't pay for it. I thought it was just the greatest you thing. Paid for I it. was totally paying for you it. Paid for <laughs> Finally found it on my PayPal account. I was like, like yeah, no free lunches. But uh, I think it was doing a quote from her latest book is what this was from. Okay. But this is what she told her son. I'll always love you, but I want other people to like you. So don't be a little jerk. Don't be a spoiled brat. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Just plain language. You know, um, it's my job to love you. I will always love you. But it's my job to make sure you can go out in the world and develop friendships and connections. And and I'll, even if you're a spoiled little jerk, I will still love you. But I'm failing. Yep. You know, I think it's kind of the gist of what she was saying. So, again, the result that we want here is for our child to be prepared to go out on his or her own and have a fulfilling, productive, and happy life, whatever that might mean to them. That is the result. And when you focus on being liked versus getting that result, mm -hmm. things tend to go awry. Yeah. yeah. Anything you'd like to add to being liked be versus being respected and or getting results? I want to be more liked. Hence why I kept raising my hand. Uh, but no, no, no. I think you nailed it. Like, I, no, no. You did a phenomenal job on this one. And I was excited for this one because I know – I, I feel parenting has given me the power, not the power, the guidance to mm -hmm. lean more towards let's be respected here. Yeah. And I think that bled over to my leadership and everything. Um, but I mean, you saw how many times I raised my hand. I definitely want everyone to like it's, me in the room. I, I would think that the majority, I would say you're in the majority. I'll, I'll be in the majority today. Sure. <laughs> um, so a little plug for Pixel Fire Marketing. Um, we would love to go through the customer journey with you oh. so we could help you get results. And uh, if you would like 
any guidance on that, please reach out. Mm. All of our contact information is going to be right there for you. So thank you so much for listening, watching, whatever you're doing, helping me make fun of Brandon. I always enjoy that. Yeah, no, you should watch because I laugh at everything. Yes. Uh, but we really do appreciate it. Please like, share, do all the fun stuff that helps us get more listeners. And with that, we will talk to you next time. <laughs>